You're listening to In The Know, a collection of career development insights and leadership experiences from INSEAD, the business school for the world. Hello and welcome. I'm Eva Laporte from the Student Life team on the Europe campus. And I'm Angela Rachel from the Asia campus. We are thrilled to be hosting another episode about the student life experience at INSEAD. And this time, the focus will be on the MBA program and the experience of the students from the graduating class. INSEAD is renowned as an institution of academic excellence, the business school for the world, educating future leaders to transform business and society, promoting business as a force for good. The INSEAD MBA is intense, a full-time MBA in 10 months. And the culturally diverse student body offers a wealth of opportunity to broaden one's vision of the world. But academics aside, what of the student life experience within this unique environment? From the application process to being on campus and interacting with your peers, what does being an MBA student at INSEAD actually look like? To answer these questions and more, we are happy to have two MBA 21D students as our special guests today. Jed Anton and Shruti Maheshwari. Welcome to you both, and thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, excited to be here. All right, perhaps we could start with you both sharing a little bit about your career backgrounds and what brought you to this point in your careers. Of course, so uh, I can go first. I'm Shruti. Uh, I'm originally Indian, but born and raised in Thailand, then was working in Canada for the past 11 years. Uh, but previously, I was actually working in technology. So I was working at a startup that I joined when there were about 100 people, but I was fortunate to, to be part of their, their growth when they went public. And I was working in uh, sales and marketing there. Um, so for my part, I'm Jad. I'm Lebanese originally, but uh, a bit like Shruti, I worked about 10 years in Canada. As an engineer, I worked in operations and manufacturing for a consumer goods company. Um, and, you know, at the time when we were applying to go for our MBA, um, COVID started hitting and, you know, the landscape of our careers changed quite dramatically. Um, and for me personally, I felt it was the right time to go through this experience. Um, and that's what I ended up applying and um, coming to INSEAD. Great. So what made you choose INSEAD over the other business schools out there? I think uh, you'll probably have, you know, the traditional response of diversity, but I think that is true in every sense in INSEAD. And I, I, knew, I sort of sensed that before when I had conversations with alumni and current students, but when you're finally here, you, you realize that, that no matter how much you say it, I think diversity is really, really what INSEAD has to offer that I don't think any other school can. And of course, I really was attracted to the dual uh, campus program with Singhi and Fonti to even sort of, you know, expand that, that diverse experience. Yeah, if I can add to that, um, to me, one big factor was the one year program. Um, I thought I didn't want to be two years off, um, you know, the workforce. Uh, the one year program provided like an intense experience that was going to be quite fulfilling in one year. Uh, so that's one thing. And then the other thing is, um, as soon as I started looking to apply, uh, you know, you start reaching out to alumni and asking them about INSEAD. And they all said that, you know, best year of their lives. It's amazing. Uh, you'll have a great time. It's super intense experience and super rewarding. And, um, you know, when, when it's when it's one or two people that say that, you might have some doubts. But when it's, you know, about 100% of the people that you uh, reach out to, um, 
it's quite tempting to actually experience it yourself. And yeah. I can attest to that as well. I think everyone I spoke to said it was the best year of their life. <laughs> That's so great to hear. So what are some of the preparations you made before coming to INSEAD? And do you have any tips you would like to share for future MBA students thinking about applying? Well, so so one big thing obviously is, you know, preparing your application. So you got the GMAT, you got the essays, um, you know, these are these are the material that you're submitting to the admission class for them to judge you. And it's very important to go through through them very, very, very diligently, but also to think about um, why you want to do an MBA. And if it's kind of um, flimsy, loose um, type of reasoning, uh, then it's very easy to tell from like the material submitting. So really think through about what you think the MBA means to you, why you need it for your career or your professional growth or your personal growth, sorry. Um, and I think um, make that very, very abundant and clear in your uh, in the material that you submit. Yeah, and uh, the reason I chuckled a little bit is because I just remember, you know, after we sort of did the essays, the application got accepted. There was this whole sort of feeling that you're going into this really big year. You put so much work into it that you should be best prepared. And I remember all of us trying to read some textbooks and do courses online to prep. But actually, in hindsight, my advice would be that I don't think any of that is necessary. Like Jad said, I think the best way you can prepare is really just come in knowing what you want from this experience. And you're going to probably change those priorities as you go through it. But I think just having a strong idea of why you're doing this and keep on reminding yourself that I think that's probably the best way you can prepare to get the most out of it. Yeah, if I may, if I may add one more thing, uh, I think a, a nice piece of advice would be if you're admitted and if you're lucky enough to you know, be preparing to actually come to campus, uh, one advice would be to start reaching out to your class and your um, cohort very, very early. Um, as we said, it's a super intense experience. You want, if you want to maximize and get to know everybody, um, you know, the sooner you start, the better. You can build relationships and bonds quite early. Um, so, for example, I met Trudy in Canada, what, three, four months before we started for the first time. Um, and I think it adds to, um, you know, the ability to build relationships to get to know people. Mm, that's, that's very helpful advice. So that when you actually get to campus, you're already familiar with a lot of your peers. Great. And um, during all of this, were, did you face any challenges and how did you overcome those if you did have any? I think with the prep side, it's I think the same challenges you will probably face in the first few months of the program is that it can be a little bit overwhelming. So, you know, you'll have some prep work uh, you'll have to do for, you know, before starting. Like Jad said, you'll have this amazing community. I remember we had, a, you know, a ton of telegram groups and interest groups that you could all be part of to engage with your peers. There's going to be um, all this material online connecting with alumni. So the whole experience can be a little bit overwhelming, but I think, you know, overcoming that challenge is just part of something you, you get used to. So just focusing on what's important to you and just knowing that you, you don't always have to do everything, you know, just do the best you can based on the time you have. And, and I agree. I think it's prioritizing and what Jad said about people, just connect with people. And I think that's sort of advice you, you probably want to remember throughout the experience is just focus on connecting with people um, as a priority. And I think, I think that would that sort of help you throughout. Yeah. I think uh, if I may add kind of two challenges I thought of one is like logistical. So you will get, a lot of emails about platforms to get on, about, you know, registration, about paperwork, 
and sometimes it's kind of tough to navigate. Um, but trust that behind it, there's a bit, there's a large team that is working to make this, you know, as seamless as a process as possible. And you know, you can always reach out to people that are very responsive uh, around campus. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing is, um, and that, that's a bit more personal, but you know, your, your class is going to have some very impressive people that have achieved a lot that have, you know, built their own startup and sold it for X million dollars and whatever. And you might feel a bit overwhelmed and a bit, you know, imposter syndrome in a sense where you're like, am I actually going to belong here? But, you know, you, you're admitted for a reason. Um, INSEAD valued you enough to be part of this class. Um, and once you get here, none of what you've done before actually matters. You're, you develop your own personality on campus. You develop your own ambitions. Um, you're free to kind of pivot away completely uh, from what you used to do and from what, towards what you want to do. And that freedom can be quite liberating and you, you kind of get over that imposter syndrome quite, quite early, I think. Jad, thank you for sharing that as like a personal problem. But I've, I mean, I've faced that as well. I've spoken to so many of my fears. I think because you're just surrounded by so many amazing, impressive people, you sort of always have that imposter syndrome, but it's very crazy because everyone does. So I think that's, <laughs> that's sort of almost like, the yeah the caveat of being part of part of you know such such an amazing program and an amazing school yep that's really useful stuff i'm sure our listeners will find a lot of tips there um so from what we've heard from other students we know that isn't a typical day or week at INSEAD but from your own personal experience what would you say your week usually looks like as an MBA student at INSEAD I don't think there's anything as such as a typical day, uh, to be honest, um, maybe at the start, but towards the end, you start like kind of organizing your own days. Um, but I guess we, we talked about how intense the experience is um, and how you're trying to fit a lot of um, different aspects of what you want to achieve um, in your experience. And I think so your typical week is trying just to maximize the opportunities that are available in that particular week. Um, so whether, for example, it's, you know, national week on campus and there's a lot of like celebration, social events, then maybe your week will be a little bit more social than usual. Um, whether it's a more academic intense week, then you'll be focused a little bit more on academics and whether it's more of a recruiting period, then you'll be focused a lot more on recruiting. And I think uh, the INSEAD team does a good job of kind of like knowing where you're at. So you'll notice when you're supposed to be recruiting the pressure on academics, even from, you know, the academic staff will be a little bit lower. So you will have that bandwidth to kind of give your time to something else. Um, and I think that's kind of uh, something that happens throughout the year, uh, whether at the start or towards the end, depending on your priorities. And I also think like, you know, socially, it's a bit different than Singapore and, and Fontainebleau. And maybe, Jad, you can, you can help me with the Fontainebleau experience. I remember in Singapore, of course, there were all those things that that Jad mentioned, you know, you're sort of balancing school, work, meeting friends. Um, but at the same time, for us being in Singapore, we were balancing seeing the city. We knew we were only going to be here for three or four months. So, you know, you were always sort of splitting your time between being on campus for classes and then in the evening going for, for dinner or, you know, exploring Singapore downtown. So, I thought that was actually a very important part of the experience because we really tried to make an effort to to really see as much as we can. And, and I think, you know, that was that was great. I think in Fontainebleau, of course, because you're in a small town, which does have its own charms, but you're not necessarily escaping to go 
to a different restaurant, you're probably planning your next weekend trip. So <laughs> that can also get a little bit hectic amidst the, the recruiting and, and school. But I think that is also what makes, I guess, every single week like different and, and not so typical. Yeah, and obviously this year we had to kind of navigate the, the different restrictions that we've had um, from a social perspective. And I think we adapted kind of our behaviors depending on what, um, you know, regulation and curfews and all those restrictions were in place. So I'd say like in the first couple of periods, we focused on just meeting each other how, however we could um, around Fontainebleau. So small groups for dinner, um, you know, it was eight people limit at the time. So uh, you try and do that as much as possible. Um, and then as Shruti said, you know, um, spring came, restrictions were lifted. Uh, summer came, restrictions were lifted even more. Um, then we could start like planning trips to, you know, see your friend's hometown in, you know, the south of Italy or whatever, which is, I think a big part of the experience is going to, from a social perspective, is going to discover places that are, um, you know, pe- your friend's hometowns, places that you'd probably never visit if you weren't, if you didn't meet this person. Um, and those are the experiences that I enjoy the most personally. Wow. Listening to both of you just now talking about your experience at INSEAD so far, are you able to tell us what is the most exciting moment of your experience? I think that I would, it would take me a little bit of time to think about that one because I think every moment felt exciting and then you would think that was like the best week or the best event or the best trip and then next week comes along and then you sort of have another experience that beats the previous one. Um, but Jad, I don't know if you have one on top of mind. Yeah, I do have one. Um, so instead, obviously, like your cohort is a bunch of very competitive, um, hardworking people. And I think kind of the moment that I saw it the most was when there was a group of us that were aiming to do a, a Spartan race in the summer. Um, and then it started being 10 of us. And then all of a sudden there were 65 of us kind of training together every single week um, to achieve a goal. So everybody kind of had like a overarching goal. Like they pushed themselves beyond what their limits were and we would track our progress together. Um, And then I think the most fun moment I had was when we went there. So it was in Andorra, which is like a little um, country between France and Spain down South. Um, And the moment when, you know, um, people started kind of coming through the finishing line. Our inside friends started coming through the finishing line and we're cheering each other on. Um, just felt like kind of the, the reward for, you know, 10 weeks or four months of hard work. Uh, and the fact that we could share it together, people from, you know, all across the globe, um, kind of everybody's achieved their own personal goal, but we achieved like a collective goal of being able to all finish the race um, was very, very kind of rewarding. And I think it will stay with me for a while. Um, yeah, that's that's mine. Shruti, I don't know if you had if that gave yes. you some inspiration. That gave me some time to think. So, um, you know, like like Jad earlier mentioned, we tend to have national weeks on campus. So we had national week on the Singapore campus. It was Italian week. And of course, Singapore still had some restrictions at the time. But I think that was one of the most sort of um, uh, exciting and, and memorable weeks. I remember <laughs> this one moment I was asked by the Italian team to dress up as uh, Mario. And we sort of like ran around campus, sort of, you know, getting people excited about uh, Italian week. 
But no, just I think that week on its own was just so enriching in so many ways. I mean, of course, you got exposed to, you know, your culture from your peers and you got to try different foods. But they also added um, educational components. So we actually got to visit uh, the headquarters of Campari in Singapore and they took us to their office. They gave us a tour. They had a little bar set up. So it was just just a very, yeah, very memorable experience. And I, I love that. You know, INSEAD always finds a way to, to have a social aspect to, you know, even in any educational events. So we were having a presentation from like the head of HR at Campari while, you know, they were sort of bringing us a little cocktail to, to try. So that was, yeah, I found that very, very yeah, exciting. Amazing. All of these experiences sound really wholesome. And um, nice to know that your entire experience has been quite balanced. So speaking of some of these exciting moments. I'm also sure that despite studying an MBA, you must have also had some free time to explore and to also kind of do your own thing. So what are some of the things that you've managed to do during your free time in either campuses? Because Shruti, I know you've had an experienced um, both campuses. So how did that change for you um, when you were doing your MBA in Singapore versus in Fonti? So I always summarize the, the difference between Singapore and, and Fonti in a way that I find um, Singapore, when you're there, you feel like the social life, at least, is tends to be a lot about, you know, how you can maximize being in Singapore, the city. And in Fontainebleau, it really feels like it's that like INSEAD community and how do you maximize being in that community. So I think in, in Singapore, what was really great is that, of course, we could go into the city and, you know, we did have some restrictions. So it started with, you know, only being in groups of eight people, uh, five people, but of course we're business students. So we, we got, we, you know, found ways to sort of uh, still have a very enriching social experience. So Singapore, you could um, go for bike rides to Pulau Ubin, which is a little, little island up north. You could, uh, you know, go kayaking, you could go wakeboarding, um, go to, of course, so many restaurants, see the city. So there was a lot of that, that city experience, which was great. Uh, and then coming to Fontainebleau, it, all, it just feels like a little family. <laughs> so you would be walking on the streets and you would bump into, you know, so many of your peers that you would say hi to. And socially, I think because um, it felt like a little family, you know, sort of in, in this big, in this small little town, you would always do a lot of dinners, um, events, activities when you were in the city. Or uh, like I said earlier, you know, when, I mean, when, when I came here, the, the restrictions were lifted. So you'd be planning your next weekend trip with, with your group of friends to go visit whichever nearest city you, you possibly could, you know, and, and I found that great as well. Um, I guess from the Fonti side to add to that, um... The, the one big kind of attraction of Fontainebleau, if you want to say local, is uh, the beautiful forest that is next to campus. Um, so you can use it for all, for all different things. Um, I was mainly using it for like running, running through the, the different paths that there are in the forest, beautiful forest. Um, a lot of people take up like bouldering and activities like that, which are very, very common in the Fontainebleau area. Um, or you can just simply hike and, you know, go for picnics. Um, so your free time, you'll usually spend in the forest. Uh, for me, especially when restrictions got lifted because I was kind of not very well traveled, traveled around Europe. Uh, I tried to maximize that. Uh, so even if it's like a couple of days, um, you know, in France, maybe even sometimes in France, an area that is like 
three, four hours away from, from Fontainebleau or from Paris, or even kind of maximize my trips to Paris because I never really visited Paris either. Um, I tried to kind of get as much, um, you know, miles as I could um, and kind of discover as much as Europe as I could. Yes, I always say Paris is always a good idea. So I think that's yeah. Paris is also a, a key attraction. <laughs> yeah, quite very easily accessible from 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 uh, from Fontainebleau. So you can you can go in, spend the day, and come back quite quite easily. I love doing that, going into Paris <laughs> and being in the big city, and then coming back to the forest. It's lovely. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like you've had a lot of fun. But let's not forget, you're here to do your MBA. We would also be interested in knowing a little bit about your classroom experience and, and what was that like and how was the interactions with your professors? I feel like the, the classroom experience definitely evolves as you go through the different periods. But um, I think similar to the overall INSEAD experience, you're always surrounded by the brightest, you know, not only students in class, but even prof uh, professors. And of course, there will be some professors that you will connect with more. Uh, just based on your interest. Um, I found that in terms of uh, classes, you know, P1, P2 can be quite intense because you're just starting school again. For some of us, like myself, I hadn't been in school for almost eight years. So it was, you know, sort of a readjustment. And uh, of course, you want to make sure that you're keeping up with your deadlines, but more importantly, really focusing on what you want to learn from the experience. And I think in P3, P4, P5, once you can start choosing electives, I think you'll also have a good idea by then, um, you know, what your interests are and what you want to focus on. So I think that transition from going from core courses to electives is also a great one because now you're sort of in an environment where you're, um, you know, focused on topics you're curious about. You're surrounded by peers where you can have interesting discussions with. And then, of course, with professors, um, I had the opportunity to work with some of the professors on more um, like extracurricular events. So I worked with, you know, one of our professors, Felipe Montero, to organize a chat with Kat Borlangan, who used to be the director of, of French Tech um, not too long ago. And that on its own was a great experience because, you know, after working with Felipe, he introduced, introduced me to Professor Subi, who I then worked with on the, another event. So it was really great to, um, you know, interact with professors, not just in the classroom style. And since then, I think Professor Subi, he invited, I think, about six of us to his home. We really connected on, on a much deeper level. And I know I think this dinner was not too long ago. It was last weekend. And just that conversation, you know, listening to this professor who has had connections and, and spoken to one of the biggest names in the business world sitting right next to you, sort of telling you about about his experiences and, and serving you cheese at the same time. It's it's a little bit wild to imagine. And I think that's going to be probably one of my more memorable experiences from NCAD. Not much I can add on top of that, but I think in general, I think we're lucky enough to be able to have, you know, a lot of in-person um, interactions with professors and with classmates uh, throughout the year, while a lot of, you know, other students in other business schools maybe couldn't. Um, and I think one thing that kind of struck me is how um, kind of attentive professors are to our diverse backgrounds. Uh, so they really want to listen to you, um, kind of value your different perspective on things, whether it's because of, you know, your previous uh, profession or because of, you know, your cultural background um, or these sort of things. And I, I was I was quite impressed to 
to hear professors really, really curious about uh, your personal opinion, every single student's personal opinion. That's that's great to hear that you've not only had some networking opportunities or a lot of networking opportunities with your peers, but also with the professors and how accessible and invested they've been. So moving the focus beyond the classroom, perhaps our listeners would also be interested to hear if you were involved in any leadership opportunities while pursuing the MBA, maybe through the MBA clubs or student council, and what was the experience like to be part of this? I think it's great there's both Jad of us on the call because we were involved in, in maybe uh, different ways, but still equally involved. Uh, so I was um, uh, heading the Women in Business Club, and then I was also very actively involved in the TMT Club. Uh, I think coming in, I knew from the beginning that those were the two clubs that I really wanted to involve in, be involved in because those are just my, my previous passions. I come from a technology background. I love technology. Uh, and I have always been involved in a lot of women empowerment initiatives previously, and I knew I wanted to carry that forward. But I remember a piece of advice that I had gotten from a 21J, so a previous cohort, on how I should sort of approach, um, you know, student clubs and leadership positions at, at uh, INSEAD. And she told me, she said that choose clubs where you don't necessarily feel like you want to go in and get something from, but where you can contribute the most. So I know that, you know, there's, there's sometimes this, this sort of, you know, thought that you're going to go into the technology club because you want to build a network in technology, which I think is definitely sort of a positive outcome that ends up happening. But I think the mindset you should go into if you do want to take on a leadership role, which can be sometimes, um, you know, time consuming and it is extra time you're taking, go in with the mindset that how can I can I contribute and how can I sort of um, share my passion for these things with the rest of my my peers? So I think that really helped in, in ensuring that these are the two clubs I wanted to be involved in. And of course, it can be hectic because, you know, you're organizing events, you're coordinating with different speakers, with peers, you're trying to make sure that the timelines of the event you want to launch uh, make sense in calendars. Furthermore, for us, I think the ever-changing restrictions, especially in Singapore, were probably very, very challenging barrier. But at the same time, you know, we had a passionate team, a group of people who really wanted to sort of, uh, you know, bring interesting initiatives to the group. So I would 100% say being part of these student clubs was probably one of the core um, core parts of my experience. And, and I think it, it definitely made a massive, massive impact on my journey. Um, so for me, I was actually not really part of clubs. Um, well, I, I attended a lot of the events and stuff like that, but I uh, decided to run for student council. Um, and right now is a quite hectic period for us. We're obviously organizing you know, graduation and yearbooks and you know, all those things that are happening towards the end of the year. Um, but I, a bit to kind of echo what Trudy was saying, I think I didn't run for student council because I thought I wanted to, you know, be a student leader for some reason. I just ran because I thought I had something to give to the class. Um, and I thought that I was passionate about enough about our cohort, um, connected well enough around the cohort, um, kind of had a sense for what people like, people don't like that I thought that, you know, being in that position will help better the experience for all of us. Um, I think kind of one piece of advice that is kind of common between what Trudy said and what I'm trying to say here is 
like don't run for clubs because you want an addition on your CV. Um, run for clubs because you think it's a worthwhile way to spend your time because your most valuable resource at INSEAD is your time. Um, and you want to be able to use your time in every single activity that you feel is beneficial for you, but for the wider public as well. Um, so that keep that in mind. I chose student council, other people chose clubs, um, but whatever kind of you think you want to get out of the experience, choose the right um, kind of path for you. Thank you. So INSEAD, as we said before, is, is so diverse. And then listening to all your different experiences, all the possibilities, all the opportunities and things to be involved in, choices to be made. But would you say that INSEAD has its own sort of culture? And, and how, would you, how would you describe the MBA culture? I think the moment I realized that INSEAD is its own culture is when I tried to explain to my friends back home what my life looked like. <laughs> and they were, they were just sort of, they couldn't you know, comprehend that I was in class one morning and then I was in Paris for another event. And then I was planning a weekend trip to Barcelona. So, and then I would tell her about all these interesting people I'm meeting from all over the world. Do, you know, there were some engineers, there was even a doctor. So I think there were all these, these little components, like you said, there's so many inputs. So trying to explain that to someone uh, who maybe has not gone through the experience isn't always easy. And I think that sort of tells you that you kind of develop this, this culture that is sort of so um, unique to the INSEAD experience. Um, I still need to maybe come up with a word on how I can maybe condense this, you know, how can I condense what the INSEAD culture is? Maybe, Jad, you have a better term to describe it, but I think the most simple, simple way to put it is diverse. I think it's diverse in every way, shape, or form, not just in terms of nationality, but in terms of experience, people, um, just like just, I think everything is just very, very, very diverse. <laughs> um, on top of diversity, I think one thing that really came out this year, and I'm not sure if it's, you know, the same in every year, but we went through a very, um, obviously particular year this year, I think is the togetherness um, in a sense. So I felt like every single activity that was happening, we were doing it together as a class, as a cohort. Um, and even, even things like, you know, helping each other out, people that, you know, were, were COVID positive at the time, making sure they're okay. And at the time, these people were almost complete strangers to us. The only thing that kind of tied us to each other was the fact that we're 21D in Seattle. Um, we didn't particularly know them. They didn't particularly know us, but you know, you had people driving around Fontainebleau delivering care packages and things like that. So I think it, it shows kind of the wider picture of despite how different we are, and that's kind of diversity that Shruti uh, mentioned, we're all trying to share a common experience that is enriching, um, fun, and that will kind of contribute to our growth. So I think the sense of togetherness is definitely part of, the, of what I experienced to be the MBA culture. That sounds amazing. Really nice to hear about all your experiences and how you've managed to maximize the time that you've had at INSEAD. Um, speaking of diversity, so on a personal level, what do you think is your most valuable or differentiating contribution to the class of December 2021? Oof, tough one. <laughs> yeah, that's a thinker. Um, I think when you, when you come into that mindset of trying to maximize the experience, and that's what I tried to do. So um, like in my previous life, um, 
I think I kind of like settled for the job that I had for kind of the, the life that I had and all that. But I came to INSEAD to have a real change. Um, and I was in the mindset of trying to maximize the experience as much as I could. Um, so I think I tried to be as involved as I could um, and as part of as many things as I could. And I tried to meet as many people as I could. So I think my kind of contribution was to try and um, kind of get people together in a sense and get them excited about different events and different things. Um, and to me, it's, I was just doing it because I wanted to maximize the experience for myself and, you know, bringing people along with the sense of togetherness that I discussed earlier kind of made the experience a lot better and a lot more complete in my eyes. I think for me, it was also really about the relationships. I think that's something that I knew was a goal for myself is I wanted to come in and connect with as many people as possible. And I remember, uh, you know, prior to starting INSEAD, we had these telegram groups and I, I ran these little um, Zoom calls every weekend for anyone who wanted to hop on and get to know each other. And I remember people remembering me from that and be like, hey, you're shooting from the Zoom call. So I think that helped me carry that on during INSEAD is just that, you know, I've, I've always been the person that likes to connect with as many people as possible from, you know, the most different backgrounds. And it was nice to be able to connect, I guess, different groups of people, um, you know, whether it's through activities or through just, you know, if I went to one dinner and I met a friend, I would just bring them along to a different dinner. So I think that was one thing that was important to me, but I was I was glad to be able to share that with my peers too. Sounds fantastic. Really, what a what an experience you've had. And I guess your post-INSEAD adventures won't be the, the same as your pre-INSEAD adventures, the whole new outlook. All right, so here comes a bit of a surprise question. If you were to summarize your experience at INSEAD in three words or less. What would they be? Um, I'll go first. I'll go with unique because I I don't think there's um, quite any business school that's like this. I think there's multiple factors into it. One is the diversity that we spoke about. The other one is the simple fact of being for me, you know, in a sense, we were stuck in Fontainebleau for three months versus three four months, but that brought us a lot more together than if you know people were living in you know if you go to school in London or Paris or a big U.S. city you're kind of distracted with everything the city has to offer. Um, so I think that's part of the uniqueness as well. So I'll go with unique. Um, I'll go with hectic. Um, as we said, it's quite intense. So you're, you're always scrambling for time. You're always trying to maximize the experience. You're always trying to do more and more and more. And sometimes it can get a bit too hectic. But um, as long as you remember, and that's my third one, that it's a rewarding, very rewarding experience. So everything that you put into it, you'll kind of get out. So from a social perspective, you're investing in relations with people that are um, helping you grow as a human being. From an academic perspective, you know, if you put in the time, you get out the learnings that you want. And from a, obviously from a career perspective, you know, if you put in the hard hours to kind of recruit for what you want, network with people and do all that stuff, you should be okay with getting it, like the, 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 the dream job that you want. So I think unique, hectic and rewarding is the way I would describe it. Awesome. So for me, again, thanks, Jack, for the time to think. Uh, I would go with growth, um, crazy, and connection. And I think growth, of course, you know, you, 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 of course, want to grow from an MBA experience. And a lot of 
people, when they think of growth, they think of the traditional, you know, I learned so much. I, you know, went through all these classes. So there's obviously the, the traditional way of growing, but I think more so you really grow as a person. And I think you realize that as the months go along. And I remember, I think I was on another, another student life call. And I just, I always say this, that it's going to seem like the craziest thing in the first few months. You're going to feel like you have no idea what you're doing and what's going on, but just try the process because by the end of it, you'll know what you, you like, what you got from this experience and what you want to focus from this experience. I would say growth. Second, I said crazy. I know we say intense all the time. I don't know if I have to say why again. I feel like this entire podcast, we've sort of, you know, described uh, what our day looks like and what our week looks like. So I think it's just crazy. It's intense. There's always so much going on. And then connection. I think that one is maybe a very important one for me because, um, you know, like we we always speak about the quality of people that, you know, we have at NCAD and that the connections we got to build. But I think the relationships I've built at NCAD are probably going to be the one thing that I will take with me the longest, um, hopefully from this experience. So I think that's that's also what, you know, what is sort of uh, maybe the best best part of the experience is just the people you meet, the network you build, the connections you make. So, Well, super valuable stuff, really. All of your responses has been really valuable and insightful. Um, I'm sure our future listeners or our current listeners will find it really useful for them. So thank you. I'm sure the experience isn't going to end here. You'll be INSEAD alumni after this, and there'll still be a huge network of people to support you throughout your career. Um, so yeah. Thank you for having us. It was, it was great chatting, but also I think that, you know, we're coming to an end of our MBA. So even just responding to those questions sort of gave me a lot to reflect about and it was it was nice to kind of go back down that memory lane I might have a few tears in my eyes at the end of this but uh, well luckily this is not on camera so. <laughs> thank, thank you. you very much guys Thanks. thank, this, this thank awesome. you thank you for listening to this episode of In The Know if you want to know more about today's career development and leadership topics, head online to www.inthenow.insead.edu forward slash podcast. To discover more about any of INSEAD's degree programs, head to www.insead.edu.